Welcome back to the Kernels of Truth. We are the Kentucky Hunters of the Weird, the Wild, and True Crime. I am Kate Farr. I'm Wes Brown. And color commentator, I am Kevin Farr. He's also our foreign correspondent from California. We just had a kitty foul there. It just can't get the claws. Yeah. And she's currently trying to yeah. kill him. We have a fighty kitty. <laughs> we have a fighty kitty. All right. And today we are talking ghost stories because everywhere in the world has ghost stories. Kentucky, we we really like to talk about our our weird ghosts and our haunted houses and haunted graveyards and haunted well Everything. Everything. Barrels and barns and wells and hills and bridges. Haunted rocks. Oh, everything. There's the library. Not not Kentucky, but there is over the over the border there is the haunted library. Oh yes. The the Grey Lady of the Willard Library, I yes, think it Willard. is. Yes. Yeah. They had the the Grey Lady cam for the longest yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I think they still have it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they do or not, but we have the haunted asylum over in Waverly. Yep, the Waverly Hills uh T B Sanatorium. Mm-hmm. It's it's still there. They uh, somebody bought it and they've turned it into a place where you go and you take uh, haunted house tours around. You walk around it. My uh, uh, Halloween. Old, my so. oldest brother. My oldest brother's actually been to it. I they've just kind of let it let it sit you right. You just walk around. Oh know, yeah. Like you just kind of you know it's like you know pay your money and take your chances because it's, it's out there on Dixie Highway. I mean, <sighs> I. I've gone past it before. I, mean, I always thought it was creepy looking mm. when I was a kid. So, I mean, I was never really interested in going into poking around because I was like, uh, that place looks creepy and I'm going to stay out. Thank you very much. But, I mean, don't they still like have like just like old timey wheelchairs knocked over and everything? They sure really? do. That seems like it's at least a tetanus issue. Well, you sign the waiver and you take your uh, chances, yeah, basically. You yeah. yeah so. It's kind of like going to Eastern State Penitentiary and, um, Philadelphia and oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I've been there once, and basically because it's condemnable, you sign the waiver if you take the tour. That if something happens to you, it's your own damn fault. Mm. So you know, if you get hurt, you can't sue the city of Philadelphia. So you know, you you sign the waiver and you take the tour, and and it it is creepy and. Mm. Eastern State, and I assume that it is creepy at Waverly Hills, too, which is what they capitalize on when they yeah, Eastern, do their tours. Eastern State, I don't want to derail completely. That's the one where they didn't let people talk in the beginning, right? Yes, because that, that was run by Quakers, and it was truly a penitentiary, right. so you would be penitent, and right. they did not allow you to talk. They did, they, did It was absolutely silent. They, um, they wore socks. They did not wear right. shoes. Right. To muffle sound, it was completely silent. And that part of the tour, just it was just unbelievably creepy. Hmm. Yeah, like, I've read that a bunch, but I don't want to get re- derailed because no right. one, still Appalachia. Oh yes, not Kentucky. That's right. But also worth uh, if you, if you find anything about Eastern State, read up on it. It's very upsetting. Oh yes. So what is uh, our more close to home uh, ghost stories we have on deck here? Oh, we have lots. I mean, I think you have one that's actually right here in in your your hometown ghost story. I I do I do it. I did not happen to me. It happened to my mother. Uh, I will uh, just just also for future reference, I will never use the name of locals because I have to go to Sherway. Absolutely, I have to go around town. And if, and if we ever get any kind of. Uh, uh, listenership. I I don't want people yelling at me in the in the uh, cereal aisle. No, about talking about them, and I will never do that. But this happened 
at least in uh, nineteen seventy nine early uh, uh, earliest, or because it, I was not born yet. Uh, she made that clear to me, and I'm thirty six ish, past thirty six. Uh, here in town, there is a house here, in, right in the middle of town. I showed it to you. I will mm-hmm. not. I will not give the the, uh, the exact location because no. God forbid, gawkers. Uh, but it's an older looking home. It's it's it very is. very beautiful right now because it's recently been remodeled. But mm-hmm. it is it is an older home. Uh, and I'm about to have a kitty foul. Uh, no, Smokey. Uh, Get down. <laughs> what what happened was is that uh, again uh, very late seventies. Uh, my mother had a friend who uh, her husband uh, was a coal miner. Uh, they uh, her and uh, my father uh, her husband. Uh, and my father would uh, would uh, I guess carpool to to the mines when mm-hmm. he was on third shift, and mom always came over and basically spent the night with her uh, during his third shift times because she was terrified of the house. And it's a and it's a two story home. It's an older two story home, and and it uh, really is very nice. I've seen oh, it yeah. from the exterior. It it is mm-hmm. very very nice. Yeah, and and at that time, uh, the master bedroom was upstairs, and. Uh, Mom would bring over my two older brothers, who were toddlers at the time. She had a toddler son. Uh, they put them to bed, uh, had them sleep over in one room, and then Mom would would uh, basically sleep over with her and her in the master bedroom. And uh, Mom heard the voices from the attic above above the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. She described it as murmuring, mumbling, and murmuring uh, a masculine voice and a feminine voice. And that's what Rita always heard. And I used the name, but uh, that—that's what my mother's friend always uh, always said uh, was that she could hear the uh, uh, murmuring, and and uh, mom immediately went outside, looked at the window, make sure nobody in the backyard. And so that's the beginning of it. That's that's mom's mom's uh, intro to this. And there were other incidents. There was a there is a room in the house, a bedroom that. That always had flickering light in it. It had a light that flickered in it, mm-hmm. and which is which is common. It's an older house. It's going to have right. That, it's going to have that crazy old cloth wrapped electrical. Uh, oh yeah, wire. those uh, kind of wires that mm-hmm. are a fire hazard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're never grounded. I'm dealing with that, oh. that in this house. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was a room that flickered. But Dent, my father, uh, has electrical training. I don't know if you could call him an electrical engineer, but that's what he was in the Air Force for during Vietnam. And he checked it out, and her husband with him checked out two men who knew who knew electricity about wiring a house. Checked out, could never find a problem with it, according, according to her. And during uh, the uh, the husband's father's, basically the time the man was dying, and they brought him into the home to uh, to, uh, to to rest uh, and, until his time came, and they put him in that room because the only space they had, and he would tell them, "Don't." Don't worry about the flickering light. It doesn't bother us. We aren't bothered by the flickering light. Mm-hmm. Which I, is, uh, that in know. and of itself is a yeah. fairly disturbing statement. And, right. you're, you know, they say that the that dying people see people who mm-hmm. aren't there. Mm-hmm. Which which could be because of uh, they are in between states in a liminal area mm-hmm. if if and the more supernatural or it's because do not agitate the cat <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to she's already there right uh and then and or it could be that uh that there's something called third man syndrome where mm-hmm. people in great and this is mostly you find it in uh, like people who uh are mountain climbers 
they get into such a physical state, as I pick the cat up, they get into such a state that... Uh, 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 From oxygen deprivation. Oxygen deprivation, great physical stress, great anxiety. They get what's called third man syndrome. Mm -hmm. They believe another person is with them. Right. Right. Then they're just English royalty and they're in the royal we. The royal, yeah. (laughs) Well, there are a lot of sirs and whatnot that go... go, We are not amused. We are not amused. Oh, mercy. (laughs) Now, what... Or, and to continue the story, the, the... culmination of this oh I'm, I'm living out a part they actually did go to the attic to mm-hmm. see if there was anything in the attic that could be making noise nothing nothing strange per se but mom did tell me they found when we went to the attic they found uh, old uh, an old doctor's equipment like the old black bag with tincture bottles and a stethoscope and all that mm-hmm. uh, an old eight, 1800s uh, you're really pushing your luck yeah, kitty the, the cat, yeah I may have to put her in another room uh they found they found things like that, and they found um, they found uh, the creepiest thing probably was a was a sewing model a sewing model a dummy one of those female form ones a dressmaker's form yeah which are just unsettling in the right light. Uh, what really brought everything to a head what made what made my mother's friend leave the home with her child mm-hmm. was the night that they were again home alone her and just her child she was in the bathroom upstairs. And her child, who never liked being alone in the house by himself, anyways, especially upstairs, right? They, uh, sh- she rushed out of the bathroom when she- he was screaming for her, he terrified, terrified, and she came out of the bathroom to find him pointing down the stairs. And you have to imagine that even though this is a tall, square house, the apparently the the uh, the staircase in it is kind of. Mom called it like a turret. I imagine more like a, a corkscrew, a spiral, a spiral, spiral staircase. Spi- yeah, but not, but not, but not completely spiraled. Kind of right. like arching around the spine, the uh, house. Uh, she called it turreted because of all the uh, the way the rooms would every so often kind of offset what came off of it. But she said at the top, at the bottom, at the landing of the staircase by the banister, was a man with a purple and black face. That's horrifying. Yeah, that's that's not a great image. That is not what I would want to see at the bottom of the stairs <laughs> in my house. Yeah, especially that the house isn't really that tall either. So I mean, no. you're, you're thinking short distance. This person can cover that that space in no time. Well, apparently, when she screamed, he disappeared. Yeah, see, he was pretty fast. <laughs> and that's uh, and that's when uh, she fled the home and went over to stay with my mom. Yeah, I, uh, I could see that. Yeah, it, it uh it got bad enough that they sold the home and sold it to uh, what was described as a, a minister and his wife and their mm-hmm. family. Uh, they were associated with a you know, with a local church as a charismatic church. Take from that what you will. Right. But, but apparently they had issues too, and they had an exorcism. It's like they brought in an exorcist. And I, was I this a, a Catholic no, exorcist the, this, with these people? No, these are charismatic. Actually. Uh, Weird West fact: the charismatic movement actually started with the Catholic Church, but it became much more popular with Protestants. And these were char- yeah, because Catholics are not real prone to being open to change. We're really not. Well, we're not singers. No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you bring a guitar to mass, and everybody freaks out. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, but no, they brought they brought in a, a charismatic. Uh, I'm assuming charismatic. Uh, 
Uh, that ought to have been a lively exorcism. Yeah, an exorcism. Oh, good lord. The tambourines. Uh, <laughs> but who was playing it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, who are you? <laughs> and you told me not to make the sounds. <laughs> but but apparently, but apparently, it was fine after that. And uh, the I think uh, if not, not the same a, family, someone from that church still lives there, and they're perfectly okay with it. That's why it's got a fresh coat of paint on oh, it. Oh, it's a lovely, it's a lovely home right now. It really is. It, it it is very nice. I mean, the the street view is it's very pretty. I have to admit, yeah, it really it, is. If it's if it's haunted in any way, you really can't tell because it doesn't. It's not your stereotypical haunted house falling into disrepair or not being taken care of because people just don't want to be home. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably one of the lovelier, lovelier homes in town. But that's it really a, is very nice. But that's that's really my only um, ghost story. I, again, I'm I'm the uh, the group skeptic. I don't. Uh, well, you're not the only one. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the I'm the true believer. I wouldn't call it true believer because I still categorize a lot of ghost stories and look at them and go, I think you're probably making this stuff up. I'm not quite Captain, you know, Swamp Gas about. It. I know I don't. I don't uh, dismiss everything out of hand, out of tricks of light, but mm-hmm. but I'm I'm the person that, that goes out of my way to try to understand where these phenomena come from for mundane purposes. But and again, I've I've never ha- I never had a ghost story, never seen a UFO, never seen Bigfoot, and I keep my eyes open. Right. Uh, but uh, so but again, that's a that's a pretty creepy story. I don't like those stories. <laughs> right. I mean. I've had experiences mm-hmm. that I don't like to talk about mm-hmm. because a lot of people do not want to believe them. And I can understand why, because I tried to debunk every experience I've ever had. You know, it's like, well, the doors opened and ex- with no real explanation. Well, is, are the windows open? Did, you know, do they open when you step on the floor in a certain spot and yeah. you hit it just right and, and the, you can make the cabinet doors open um, yeah, I've experienced those. I've, yeah, I've had houses. Right. Yeah. And when you can't find a rational explanation, you're going, well, I don't have any other explanation as to what happened to me and what I saw and what I heard. And you're like, okay. What what story do you have that you are willing to, uh, to, to share? Well, I can talk about the story that happened to me when... Kevin was working at a restaurant in Fallbrook, uh, in California, called. It's no Cass- longer there. Yeah. It's no longer there. Yeah. Now you were you uh, you uh, you are kind of for a long time were a restaurant tour, right, Kevin? Uh, well, not a restaurant tour. I was I've been in some form of restaurant the restaurant business for like thirteen years. Oh, oh yeah, a lot of it in management. Mm. So he was manager for a place called Cask and Cleaver in, in Fallbrook, and it's no longer there. Well, the the buildings are still there, but the, the business itself is not there. The buildings prior have had many names and owners, but at one point it was the Valley Fort Inn, and it was pretty much kind of like a 40s, 50s B&B kind of place. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, uh, they had a bartender, and his name was Moose Mason. And when he was tending bar, he dropped dead behind the bar of a massive heart attack mm. and died on the spot. I mean, he died before help could get to him. You know, because where this restaurant is, it's really like out in the middle of nowhere. There is 
no city around it. There's no hospital nearby and certainly was no hospital nearby then. Uh, it's not close to a freeway. It is not close to, well, really anything. But there was a bar. Avocado orchard is about the only thing it's close to. Yeah, but there was a bar. Because well, so, so, yeah, civil, a bar. civilization. Civilization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when Kevin started working there, uh, Emily and I would go to pick him up and we would wait for him in the bar late at night. She would. Before we found out about Moose. Before we found out about Moose. Mm. She would sleep in in a booth. I would watch TV. And then weird things started happening. Like, I would hear somebody walking over my head. Which is not possible. Because there was a facade. And then there was the roof. And there's like six inches of space. Mm. Someone cannot be walking over there. And I'm like, that's not possible. So... I'm kind of blowing that off. But and you weren't the only one that had ever heard footsteps above their head. A lot of the bartenders no. had. Yeah. During business hours, during closing hours while they were cleaning up. Right. And then there was the one night where I'm sitting there watching TV. Emily is asleep in a booth. And I see movement out of the corner of my eye. I turn my head and I watch a wine glass go from being upside down to turning right side up. There is no one else there. Mind you, except me, Kevin, and Emily. Emily's asleep. Kevin is in the back in the office. I'm sitting there watching television. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And I found out about the bartender. And then they told me what his name was. Like a dumbass, I started saying goodnight to him when we'd leave. Goodnight, Mr. Mason. So, one night, Emily's asleep in a booth. Kevin is in the back in the office. I go talk to him about something. I have no idea what in the hell we were talking about. Inconsequential bullshit, I'm sure. So, I turn around to leave the office. And the office is like this little trailer that has been added on to the kitchen. You step up into the kitchen. So, I stepped up into the kitchen. In front of me is this man that I can see right through in a deep, booming voice. He says, well, hello, Kate. The next thing that Kevin knew is that there I am, white as a sheet, and I'm babbling incoherently. I couldn't make sentences. No, she was completely unintelligible. Uh, The best way I can describe it is she was beyond panic. Uh, She couldn't make sentences. She couldn't make words. Uh, very well. I got. I had to get her to breathe, hmm. and eventually I started getting words about man in building, and so I, all you got out of me was he's here, he's here. Oh my God, he's here! And I didn't know who the hell she was talking about, so I stepped into the kitchen and right away grabbed one of the big kitchen knives, which was right next to where I was, and walked through the whole restaurant. And I couldn't find anybody at and all, and we were locked. And this was a full blown, full torso apparition, head to toe, transparent. Transparent, misty, or just kind of. I could, um, not really misty. I could see through him. This was, and mm. keep in mind, this was like two thousand one. I think mm. maybe two thousand two. More probably two thousand two. Yeah, I think so. Because this has been a while. It's yeah. been a minute. Okay, right, right. <laughs> but I remember that I could see through him. 
I don't know so much that it was Misty, just that he was a person. But I could see things on the other side of the kitchen through him. Mm -hmm. How was he dressed? I don't remember. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I just remember that I was freaked out that I could see right through him. And I was just panicking because I was like, holy shit. (laughs) There is a man standing in front of me that I can see right through. And he just addressed me by name. Mm. What the hell? Mm. So, you know, I mean, there's that ghost story. And there's one other ghost story that I can tell. Well, I can add on to your your Moose Mason story. The... A lot of employees there would swear that because uh, we have dining area, uh, not dining areas, but uh, areas for large large parties for parties, and we normally kept those rooms closed off. But people would our servers would cut through them to get to the from the kitchen to the floor, and they would swear out because it had a a boardwalk on the outside of the building, almost all the way around it, just a wooden like old west because that was a whole theme. Oh yeah, boardwalk, and they would see someone walking by the windows and there's no one outside. Uh, you would hear uh, footsteps. And I would have to say it sounded like boots, really. Oh, Because yeah. at one point I had heard this what someone was talking about. It sounded like someone was walking across the boardwalk outside. Because I remember you and Emily were out in the car mm-hmm. and I was inside getting ready to shut everything down and come outside. And I called you and said, did you just walk up to the car? And I had said, no, I'm still inside the office. And... uh I remember coming out at that point to see if there was someone outside and I could hear someone walking on the boardwalk, but I looked right out the window at the car and there was no one outside. Oh, yeah. And where the the footsteps were, there was no one there. But they had, you know, multiple people hearing footsteps in this because this, this party area is right next to the bar. The kitchen is attached to the back of the bar, and uh, cooks have responded about there was one head cook who was being an asshole to all the other cooks, and they have all their pots and pans up on hooks up on the on the ceiling, hanging from the ceiling. And the cook was, head cook, it was just got done berating one of the other uh, subordinate cooks, and uh, he had walked out, and when he came back in, the head cook was on the ground. And there was a cast iron skillet that had been hanging about two feet away from the head cook what? on the ground. And what? the head cook had a mark on his forehead <laughs> where the cast iron skillet had hit him. But the cook, had ne- it's not an area where you would walk under and like right. cl- and ring your own bell. It was, right. it was, yeah. there was counters in the way. You'd have to walk through counters right. to do it. So the head cook said all he remembered was he heard a scrape noise and turned around and the, the cast iron hit, uh, skillet hit him in the head. Wow. And then, then he remembers waking up on the ground. And after that, he was a lot nicer to the cooks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you've met me. I'm not prone to mm. telling fantastical stories just to tell stories. And mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not actually an alcoholic. As much as right, I like yeah. to talk about drinking, right, I'm not right. actually You're an alcoholic. Catholic. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Catholic. There is a difference. And, you know, I, I try to find a rational explanation for things. So if I'm telling you this story, it's right. because I'm I'm like I don't know another explanation for this. Well, I'm, I believe that you saw something. Oh and yeah, well, you know, scared the hell out of me too. I mean, either you know anything from a brain event to actually uh, could have been an animal under the well, an animal in the roof or an animal under right. the well, oh yeah oh, the, ta- the sound of walking. I'm talking about the full blown apparition. Uh, yeah. right, you know. Knows. She was tired. She was <laughs> hadn't slept well. Who knows? <laughs> but you had an experience that that rattled you. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. she was beyond rattled. Right. Oh my god. 
Because for me, not to be able to make actual words, I'm pretty articulate, and yeah, that's not a thing. Mm. The other ghost experience that I will actually talk about is I went ghost hunting once with mm. uh, one of the local groups around here. Oh, really? Yes. When was this? This was a few years ago. Okay. Um, this Any- was before I met you. Anybody I know? No. Okay. This is not anybody you know. So, um, but this is before we met you, and I mm-hmm. uh, went ghost hunting with one of the groups around here, and we were ghost boxing in the kitchen. It was me and two guys. Ghost- Anything like hot boxing, but not quite? Uh, no. No. I think I know what you're talking about, but explain it. Uh, this is where you turn, you tune a radio so that it, uh, it, yeah. uh, it rotates through random stations, and you get usually get a lot of static. Mm-hmm. And supposedly a ghost can communicate through the static, and because you hear, you hear words and such and phrases and blah 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 blah. So, like the aliens in the Greatest American Hero, right? That conjunction, junction. Oh my God, you actually got that reference. Oh, honey, yeah, I used I to watch Greatest American Hero. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm okay. walking on oh air. Come on, hello, I'm old. Uh, so it's kind of like conjunction, <laughs> junction. Putting together words and phrases and clauses. Yeah, pretty much. So we're sitting there in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and they ask, how many men are in this room? Three. There's two guys. Mm -hmm. How many women are in this room? One. What's her name? Kate. Mm. Clear as a bell. I'm like, whoa, this is getting weird. What's she like? She's pretty nice. And I'm like, okay. This is a ghost that doesn't know her. <laughs> For, shut up. <laughs> very polite ghost. She's a ghost that knows how to make small talk. Yeah. And so there, and he so one of the guys name. starts nudging me with his elbow. I'm like, what? He's like, do this. I'm like, okay. So I put my hands out like this, and mm. not like you guys can see me, but you know, you put palms your hands up. out, palms, palms up. up. And so uh, they said, well, she's got her hands out. Can you touch her hands? The next thing I know, I feel two much larger cold hands mm-hmm. grab mine. I'm like, okay, this is getting creepy now. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> hmm. I was ready to be done with ghost hunting after that. Because I'm like, no. I, was like, I don't think I've heard you going out ghost hunting since then. <laughs> no, nor will I. Because truthfully, my opinion is you have more to fear from the living than the dead. But you really shouldn't invite the dead to talk to you or touch <laughs> you because then they never leave you alone. Yeah, you keep doing it. <laughs> I, hear, I, hear, I hear the same thing about, uh, uh, about ghost hunters if you're, if you're a young woman. Don't let them talk to you. Don't let them touch oh, you. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I saw the look of confusion <laughs> on the face and that it was getting silent. Uh, so so do, you, do you like EM meters? And, uh, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> let me show you how to make some white noise. I've got, I've got some protoplasm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, I fucked my own joke up. Ectoplasm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, you know, but there's there's a lot of local legends and ghost stories in Hopkins County, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being the Mandy Tree. And now there have been, there were pictures in the Messenger, the Madisonville Messenger, about the Mandy Tree. And the legend goes is that uh, Amanda Holloman, Mandy, uh, was a lady who lived out on West Broadway in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And the story goes is that her husband was at work. And she'd sent her children to the spring to go get water. 
And when they came back, they found her underneath the oak tree that she had planted, uh, wrapped in a blanket, and she was dead. Mm-hmm. And she had been shot with a rifle. Hmm. The official death certificate says that her death had been ruled a suicide. Um, but uh, years later, the rifle that she was killed with had been found up the chimney right. of her house before they tore it down. So no one ever used that chimney uh, again after she killed herself then, because I can't imagine a rifle, if it had rounds in it, if it had rounds in it. Yeah, you might have cooked off. Yeah, yeah, you would have thought they would have cooked but off. But you can put all sorts of weird stuff up a chimney. Uh, oh, yeah, you can. But the story also goes is that her blood uh, seeped into the roots of the tree, mm. and the tree grew into the shape of her profile. Now, there is a picture, it's a very famous picture, uh, from the messenger that shows what looks like the the shape of of a woman's face in and, profile. And just to clarify, I've seen the picture, but to clarify, mm-hmm. the listener, is this a picture of the tree trunk or the or the entirety of the tree leaves and all? This would be the leaves and all, mm-hmm. not the tree trunk. So, um, but I mean, the question is. Has always been that you know was it a suicide or was she murdered? And the We're, local rumor is that she was murdered, but nobody ever knows who murdered her and why. Do we know where she was shot? Not that I'm aware. I mean, besides of. under a tree, do we know where she was? Not well, that I'm aware. Of. She was shot under the tree. She was right. placed under the, oh, tree under the tree. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't, you know, even oh, if yeah, even if you're going to get shot under a tree, I was making and more wrapping yourself a up in a blanket. I mean, yeah. <laughs> little comfy burrito. <laughs> right. And, and rolled in the blanket. Now, that doesn't make any sense to me because the rumor is that she was murdered. Right. And I'm really inclined to believe that, to be perfectly honest. So It was the kids. They were tired of doing all the chores. Okay. Mm. But, you know, that's, that's one of the local legends. The look she gave me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give you lots of those looks. And no, you're still alive. <laughs> For now. <sighs> if I ever mysteriously die, Wes, right. make sure the cops look at her first. <laughs> they're going to look at the cats first because they're going to be the ones eating your face. Right. They won't know the cats wouldn't have done that. Right. Cats don't have thumbs. Uh, Otherwise, we'd all be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I'm never home. So, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, uh, trying to. There's a point I was going to make, and it's 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 escaped me. Was it about the Mandy tree? Before so, we got all oh off. something about the Mandy tree. Uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen I've seen the picture, and it's mm-hmm. from the right angle. Yeah, it, it, it does, does look it, like it looks a like profile. Human, I do, I've, do we have a picture of Mandy? We do not. Right. So no one can prove that part. Because while while it does, it's a it's a fine it's a fine case of and unfortunately and unfortunately the historical society was closed this week right. for maintenance right. when I tried to go do research. So that research will have to wait for another time. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when it comes to things like that, it's it's it, there's there's such a thing as pareidolia. Where you, oh sure. Where, I mean human the humans are superpower. Is finding patterns. Oh yeah. See what you want to see. Yeah, see what you want to see, and it, and it does kind of look like a human. But I think. What do you see in this ink blot, Wes? <laughs> wieners, just wieners all the way down. Uh, yeah. A bag of dicks. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, oh, the, that was good. Now, now, um. now, if it was actually in the bowl, if it was more static, if it was in the bowl of the tree mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, I, I would, I would. Give more credence to the even the idea of it. The fact a windy day, it oh, can look yeah. like anything. Yeah. 
Well, like I said, it's just that local legend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but there's all kinds of local legends. I right. mean, it's like Hell's Half Acre, mm-hmm. which is out by Beulah on 109. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's supposed to be all kinds of weird stuff. My daughter wanted to go out there. She's like, I've heard of Hell's Half Acre. I want to go out there and see. And I'm like, okay. I'll drive you out there in the afternoon. She's like, you're supposed to go out there at night. I'm like, we're not going out there at night because if you go out there at night, you're going to come across either somebody's still or somebody's meth lab and no. So absolutely not. And she's like, but I want to go out there at night. I'm like, no. And no, you and your little friends are not going out there at night because if I hear about it and catch you doing it, I'm going to skin you alive. You hear me? (laughs) The typical threats that parents around here make. Chris, there's a, there's, a, there's a Hell's Half Acre everywhere. Of course there yeah. is. It's kind of like there's a Crybaby Bridge everywhere. Or, gra- or, or Gravity Hill. Or, oh, yeah. yeah, always. But, you know, I mean, there's Hell's Half Acre, and there's supposed to be all kinds of lights and weird sounds and mm. a barn that is there and isn't there. And, you know, sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. Yeah, now, now, and, now, disappearing structures do fascinate me. Oh, I know. Yeah. Those are always weird because mm. it's like, are the... Did it ever exist? Or, you Is know, it bigger on the inside. Oh my God! It's not a TARDIS. No, no. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I'm coming. I'm coming from a different, a, a different thing. But yeah. But uh, uh, have you ever run into that little shop that sells magic items and it's not there the next day? That 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 was a vape shop, and those always open up and close real quick. Oh, they do. Actually, you know what? If you just go to a strip mall, if you mm-hmm. just go to a strip mall, find an empty outlet, and just lay down the next morning. Next morning, it's a, it's a vape it's a vape store, uh-huh. and you own it. Oh yeah, That's I know, law. right? That's the law. You just lay down in there. Overnight. Totally. Yeah. Because you know, one day it's a vape store, the next day it's an adult store, the next day, who knows? It's a subway. I don't know. <laughs> it's mostly a subway. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there's they talk about the witches' cemetery, mm-hmm. and I. I think that one is Lick Creek, which is down in Dawson Springs. Oh, those are everywhere, too. Yeah, yeah. Lick Creek Cemetery. Now, that one may be because um, apparently uh, there was a double suicide, and they hanged themselves with barbed wire out on Brown Why? Road. Just because, you know, let's, why be normal? Right. Uh, and, um. Want to feel it. And, and When was this? What, what was this? This supposed- one was, um, now see, I wrote this down and I have the link as, uh, Google Foo is you my have, friend. You have, uh, yeah, you, you've lost connection. Oh, of course, because I Is she back? Not quite. So I guess I'll talk for a little bit just to... <laughs> Describe yeah, yeah, describe yeah, the scene. We're having yeah, technical ish, 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 technical difficulties. Uh, my personal little, uh, uh, even though I'm a skeptic, my uh, I have a story that I could never explain. Uh, I worked at a camp in Am California that is up okay, on the mountain, okay. on Palomar Mountain, and the buildings that one of the oldest buildings was built in like the 40s, mm-hmm. and it's a two story wooden all wood building. And me and my cleaning crew of about six people, I was in charge of. Uh, the accommodations uh, crew, which is cleaning crew. Mm-hmm. And we'd go in after the camp campers had left and we'd clean the building and get ready for the next camp. And we were in there late at night cause we got to set our own hour. So whenever we decided to wake up and oh, go yeah, do it, you told it, me this story. 
and uh, this one. this law it, it's called Palomar Lodge which was yeah. the name of the building what they had what they had dubbed it and it has these two common rooms these big common rooms probably about the size of a good size living room in a house and we had cleaned the building we were all downstairs just kind of kicking it waiting you know to decide what we were going if we were going to clean the next building if we were just going to go home and you know do the next building the next day because we set our own hours we set how long we worked <laughs> as long as we put in a four-hour week our boss didn't care hmm. and we were all sitting down just kind of chilling was Bruce, out right no that was uh, uh not bruce's maintenance oh that's right but anyways anyway. <laughs> you're not color commentating very well here <laughs> well all i want to how old were you at this time again uh, at this point in time i was about 21 21 and most of the crew that i was with was between the ages of 17 and probably 20 21 okay so it's a lot of pot no we do really no, no. We, no I, i've never been into usage at all. No. So this was not wet, hot American summer. No. Oh. No matter no, how much no. we thought, you know, we would like to, it was not. Oh. This was the Christian camp. They didn't oh. do that. Yeah, we didn't oh, do that. Christian camp. Yeah, okay. It was a private camp, and uh-huh. we rented out to anybody. Right. But the the premise was we were a a religious camp. Right. And you know, uh, we were all just sitting in there doing nothing, just talking, and suddenly we could hear footsteps. Yearning. Yeah. <laughs> Longing. Longing. We could hear footsteps. Angry and don't know why. <laughs> the thing is, right above us in the second floor is another common room, but it was used for, it was mainly used for sleeping, but it was just a common room, a mm-hmm. big open room. And the way these, this building was set up is, uh, it's basically wings off these common rooms. And so there's, you know, hallways that lead to private bedrooms off these, these common rooms. Mm-hmm. And there's a stairwell on each side of the common rooms. And upstairs, the only way to get upstairs is through the stairwells because the only doors upstairs are fire exits. You can't get in. Mm-hmm. You can get out, but you can't get in. And we were sitting downstairs, and suddenly we could hear from one entryway into the common room on the, on the ceiling above us, we could hear footsteps walking across the room to the other uh, side of the common room. Mm-hmm. And us being young 20-somethings, late teens, were invincible. Right. We decide if we decide there's someone up there, we're going to go get them. So we split into, into two separate groups, basically uh, two sets of three, and went running up the stairwells. Mm-hmm. Got up the stairwells, there was no one up there. So we started checking out all the rooms, and there was nobody in any of the rooms. None of the fire exits had been open. No one had come past us down the stairwells. And we just attributed it to, you know, some people were going, oh, it's a ghost, it's a ghost. And meanwhile, you know, the skeptic in me just says, no, it's the building settling. <laughs> it just settled across the building as opposed to. Right. You kind know, of a ripple effect. Yeah, a ripple effect. And it just sounded like someone walking up there, though. I could never really explain it per se. And it did at the time sound like someone walking because it was very measured and metered. Mm. So it wasn't like going across. It was thump, 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 thump. Um, so that's my little story. That's interesting. That reminds me of uh, that reminds me of uh, uh, sounds being so creepy. Uh, oh yeah. I used to, when I used to work in a uh, a water plant. Uh, I would uh, especially late at night when I was by myself. Big, you know, it's a big, uh, just a big poured concrete building. Our water plant was completely um, uh, indoors. It was a small. It was a very small 
uh, postage stamp size water plant. Mm-hmm. Most most of them have part of, part of the process outside. But uh, what what would get me was that our, our filters, where the water before the water would finish would go through these big mixed media filters, and the when you got everything shut down in about ten o'clock at night, you know, you get everything right. shut down. I'm hoping your cat hasn't unplugged me. No, no, she's okay. Okay, uh, when <laughs> she's okay, we don't care about you. <laughs> when when I got when I got everything shut down, there would still be water dripping into the slowly expressing into the into the filters, and of course out the bottom a little bit as it slowly went into the clear well, and it sounded like children playing. The water lapping against the sides of these four these four big. Uh, sure, this wasn't your fantasies coming to the head. That's inappropriate. These these the water it, like it would get me every time too. I'd come I come busting out of that office because it sounded like children laughing and playing beside a pool. That's really really weird. Oh yeah, but it was always that it was always that water, and and right above it, super duper creepy. And right above it was a uh, was a uh, an air uh, a screen an air screen, mm-hmm. and the wind would go by and it sounded like a flute, you know, things like that. It would just oh, it, yeah. it, and of course I knew all this. Sound like someone blowing over a barrel. No. Oh my god. <laughs> there, there's a there's a throwback. No, it it sounded uh, a callback, but it sounded um, varmint. Yeah, that was just, that just out there at that plant. We were outside of town. There's a lot of interesting things. We, like middle of the night, I'd go walking a. Uh, because we were right beside a railroad track. And I just saw that railroad track was basically uh, nothing but tree frog forest. And uh, just, you know, if I had to walk in between the water plant and the sewer plant, because uh, uh, we had both there on the premises, you know, it's like, I'm going to get attacked by a werewolf. I <laughs> <laughs> I've got a werewolf story. you got a werewolf story. Let's hear it. Well, we're not. We're not on a werewolf one. Well, but go ahead. Let's hear it. Uh, mainly because I was just freaking myself out. My favorite movie monster is the werewolf. Let me put that out there. Right. 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 I right. love werewolves. Uh, the wolf, the werewolf wolves are one of my favorite favorite things. So you're definitely Team Jacob and not Team Edward. Yes, I know sparklies for me, <laughs> and it's just creepy that I should know that. But I was, uh, it, I was at the same camp, and then it's up on a mountain. We're over five thousand foot elevation in California. We don't get fog; we get low clouds coming through the camp. Hmm. I left one of the other. Um, impl- we lived and worked at the same place. You know, at the camp, you live there also as part of your pay. And I had left another uh, friend's house who was an employee and was heading up to my house, which was at the other end of camp, all the way uphill and, you know, both ways in the snow. But anyway, and I was walking up. Yeah, I caught that reference. I was walking home and it's like three in the morning. And I have always three in the morning, you know, it's a perfect time to start thinking about werewolves in on a mountaintop, you know, in the dark with fog <laughs> no moon I, I was you know great timing for me and i was walking along and i could hear noises there was something out there and i was just start and i slowly started freaking myself out i started thinking about werewolves and i know werewolves are not real i hope <laughs> <laughs> and i'm walking up and way up in the distance there's we have this one street light in camp that's it Way up in the distance is a street light, and I'm kind of focusing my attention through the fog at it. And that's when I heard the sound right behind me, and I felt something cold and teeth and, and flesh in my hand, and about jumped out of my skin as a camp dog put his muzzle in my hand hmm. coming up by him. He's the one who'd been making all the noise right. running around the camp around me hmm. in the middle of the night. 
just freaking me out. That was my werewolf story. Mm. <laughs> my my brother but has it'll a, make your heart stop. <laughs> Neil has a real good uh, uh, black dog story, and it's classic black dog, like like Irish Moor black dog. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk him into sitting down and, and doing a recording of it because it's a pretty good story. Uh, yeah. But um, again, I've got no good ghost stories, you know. I've got this I cat that keeps the, jumping up I on the I know. Desk. She's just determined. But I found the uh, uh, the hanging story, the suicide by hanging story. Okay. Um, Back on track we go. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, Back to the Mandy tree. This double suicide tree? hanging with barbed wire. And the this is a, a story on ISERF. And it, it was the Hopkins County Historical Society did mm-hmm. this one. Uh, for Halloween of last year, no less. Now, which, this is the witch's graveyard? Yes, this has to do with the witch's cemetery. This is Lick cemetery. Creek Cemetery in Dawson Springs. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, back on track. Yeah, so this story has to do with that. So, uh, this is the... Uh, and Carl Vesey's told this story. And he's actually my friend Emily Vesey's dad. Um, so, uh, the, it was a 15-year-old girl... And a 55-year-old man. Nothing mm. awkward there. No. No. Uh-uh. no. So, totally normal. Uh, the 15-year-old girl, mm-hmm. Ellen Adams, mm-hmm. left a suicide note saying that she and Tom Fuquay were in love for two years. <laughs> so 13-year-old girl. Uh-huh. He was just 53. What year, what year was this again? Uh, this was July of 1948. Oh, that's normal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, this one, uh, Carl Vesey said that there's picture of the actual hanging bodies in the messenger from 1948. Give a picture so of that. I do not. There is not a picture with this article. So I'd have to go to the historical society and look for that one. And I'm not so sure I want to. Thank you. Right. Uh, but uh, she said that they were in love for two years. Uh Tom Fuquay was married to the girl's mother, and her uncle, Tommy Kiever, said he was going to kill the guy. So she said in her suicide note, don't let Tommy Kiever look at our dead face. Bury us down at Lick Creek. Goodbye, cruel world. So, um, he, uh, Mr. Vesey says that uh, the mother, daughter, and brother are buried in Oddfellow Cemetery, uh, but he was unsure where Fuquay was buried, but after researching, he visited Lick Creek Cemetery, finding three sunken places where stones used to be for Fuquay and his parents. And his exact quote is, Somebody wanted their names wiped off the face of the earth. It kind of freaked me out to see those empty spots where they were listed as buried there. Now, the legend of Lit Creek Cemetery is that there are witches buried in those sunken spots because uh, someone had hanged them for witchcraft. Now, we don't do that here. Yeah, we, we never, never did that here. I don't think we ever had a... Uh, I'd have to look into that, but I've never heard of uh, witch hangings or any kind of uh, uh, witch trial stuff here. No, you're thinking of Salem. We right. didn't do that here. We didn't have Puritans here. We've got Baptists, but no Puritans. Baptists are a story in and of themselves, but you know, I, th- I, I think just... there I think there may have been some Appalachian freakouts about it, but that's that's more but v- I really, Virginia, yeah, but even, even Pennsylvania, then, but not us. 
But yeah, not Kentucky per se. Requires I mean, yeah, that requires effort. Yeah, that requires efforts and get a rope. Got tie yeah, the do what I want. And, yeah. and I don't, don't want to do that because we uh, just don't have time for that nonsense. So, you know. And of course, you know, there's also uh, Grapevine Cemetery, mm-hmm. and there's two stories from Grapevine Cemetery. One is the angel statue. Oh now, yeah. I went out there and I took pictures of her, and frankly, I think she's creepy as hell. <laughs> she creeps me out in the daytime when you're standing there looking up at her because her eyes seem to follow you wherever you go. Yeah. She's just creepy. Even when you're behind her, the head just swivels around oh slowly. My God, stop that. <laughs> But supposedly at midnight on the night of the full moon, she cries tears of blood. And I'm going, okay, Mm. no, she does not. It just looks like that in the dark because, you know, you're freaking yourself out out about being out in the graveyard at midnight on the full moon because you're waiting for the dead to rise from their graves and you're sleepover fables of Bloody Mary. And I may be like reverse folktailing myself here, but Mm -hmm. I've I've read, and this this may in itself be just a a, a, a wives tale, is that... uh, is that some form, some types of marble actually have mm-hmm. a large amount of iron in them, and over the over the years, uh, the, it'll rust out and it looks. I think that's probably. I may um, be completely. I think of granite. Maybe I think it's granite. I'm thinking of. Well, I think she's made of granite, right? To be honest, um, and there's also the story that people you know, take her for granite. <laughs> oh my god! Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Just lock him outside. <laughs> Take the cat with you for a moment. <laughs> There's also the story that goes, if you knock her head off, she'll curse you. But if you put her wing on, then she'll bless you. But both her head and both of her wings are very firmly attached. Right. She's missing a hand, but... Mm. She gave someone a hand. What can she say? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, no and one knows. outside. <laughs> I don't know where her hand is. It's been gone ever since I can remember. But my great-grandparents are buried out at Grapevine Cemetery. Right. So, you know, I mean, her hand's been missing ever since I can remember. Mm. So. So much just give her a hand. It's Get out. skittering across the road. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's, what do you think I, thing comes from? Mm. Oh, my God. Stop that. But there's also the story that, you know, supposedly buried in Grapevine Cemetery, there is a young man who killed himself over a girl. And that if you go there in the middle of the night, not that you can get in with a car in Grapevine Cemetery in the middle of the night. In the wintertime, it closes at four. In the summertime, it closes at six. And you are not getting a car in Grapevine Cemetery after dark. It's not happening. Okay? This is not going to happen. Where's Grapevine? Off of Grapevine. It really is off of Grapevine Road. (laughs) When you go down Grapevine Road and you get to the intersection where there's... um, McLeod Lane, right. and there's Sand Cut if you go straight, and if you turn left, you go <coughs> further down Grapevine Road. You right. turn left, and you go down, and it's going to be on the right. You know, it's just an, it's a nice old cemetery. Mm. Like I said, my great-grandparents are buried there. Um, there's a lot of old Madisonville names. You see the Nisbets, and there's... Um, oh, gosh. I pointed out a bunch of them to you. When we yeah. were there, um, I think Slayton's and you pointed out a lot of names. Yeah, yeah at this point, at this point, we're giving driving directions. So. Right. Yeah. So you know, but yeah, it's it's out there off Grapevine Road when you go past the one intersection. So you know that intersection. That intersection. Yeah. But um, 
Because I'm trying to think my, my brother. The, oh, I'm supposedly, sorry. if you go out there at, at night and you play a love song, mm. then you will hear this young man screaming in anguish. And there's also a story that if you play, if you open all your doors and the trunk and you play this love, uh, you play a love song, that he will come at you screaming at you and you have to close the trunk and get in the car and close all the doors. Or he will get you. Do they know what song it is? They've heard no. that. It's just any. I've heard variations. I've heard variations on that. But actually. it's but it's it can be any love song. But you know right. it's it's just you know. But you My have to get in and dead. shut all the doors in the trunk, or he will get you. And I'm like, define get you. Why and in the nobody, trunk? I don't know. I didn't come up with this damn story. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just one of the Something dumbest to do with things. with the spare tire, I think. How in the hell would I know? I didn't come up with this story, and I think it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard because I'm like, you can't even get a car into Grapevine Cemetery in the middle of the night. You can't. It is it is closed off. So that's just dumb. Well, most these, like I said, most these stories, these these public stories, not the personal stories like like you sing a thing or or my mother. Right. You know, most of those, most of those. Don't have the the these fabulous elements. <laughs> it really mean at, at, at a certain point. A lot of these ghost stories, because the, there are two different classes almost. You know the uh, again the uh, the the highway. There, there's there's a highway around. There's a stretch of road around here, County Road in Kentucky, where apparently a a phantom police officer will pull you over. You know, but stories like that, those are those are more fat. Those are those are stories made for telling. Right. A lot of these stories you don't want to tell because they make you sound crazy, or they're just oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why I, I do. That's why I never, I, I never make fun of someone who 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 shares a story like that because right. even if I don't think it has a supernatural origin, you know, or an explanation, it it happened to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they and they have to live with it. You know. So if the right. phantom the phantom sheriff pulls you over, does he give you a phantom ticket? Do you have to go to court? We have to go to Phantom Court. Yeah. <laughs> and there is that night court. I don't know. There, oh my but God. You can ne- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Billy Zane's there though. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's the Phantom of that bad movie. Billy. Yeah, oh, that bad movie. It was a Billy. terrible movie. Billy the Zane. Shadow knows. Uh oh, dead space. Yeah, but was, yeah. No, no, no. I just got mad at myself because it's ca- it was called the Shadow, and I said the Phantom. Right, it's called the but Phantom. We, but we all got the reference. Yes, we yeah. did. Him in his ugly purple outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, who dressed him? Because that was awful. I know. Well, it was you know the superhero costumes of the time, the early nineties. It was ugly. Yeah, but the Phantom wasn't even early nineties. He was supposed to be yeah. World War Two ish. Oh, uh, I think that's the era for right, him. Right. Though he's been updated in... The era of the zoot suit. <laughs> zoot suits were oh, yeah, he was interesting. A, yeah, he was the Prussian era, yeah. That shade of purple was hideous. We're, we're petering out, guys. I know. <laughs> so well, what, what was the next story? Waverly Hills. Oh, boy. Everybody knows about Waverly Hills. Well, everybody does know about I know. Waverly Hills. I know. But there's still ghost stories. Yeah. And, I mean, one of them is Room 502, which is... Um, Supposedly, in 1928, I believe it was, a nurse who worked at Waverly Hills, for those who don't know what Waverly Hills is, if you have possibly... That's foreign correspondence. Possibly been living under a rock. Or in California. Watched, or haven't been watching... <laughs> the same thing. Haven't been watching television at all, ever, you know, in, in the last few years. Because in the last 10 years, it's been like all the ghost 
hunter stories yeah. ever you know they've been on tv everybody has gone to waverly hills because and the one good thing about waverly hills and all the ghost hunters is the one show where every ghost hunter group gets freaked the hell out is waverly hills oh god it's the one it's they the can't best. explain and the one that freaks them out the most the one where it's all the dude bros, and I can't remember. What is it? Is it ghost? Paranormal state? No, it's not no. paranormal state. Is it the plumbers? No, it's not no, taps. No, okay. It's, it's, um. This guy, she knows these. <laughs> well, I've never watched them. I, for all this, for, for me being all this stuff, I've never watched them. No, but they're, they're part Comedy of popular, gold. they're mm. part of popular culture right. now. Um, Ghost Adventures. Okay. It, it, it's the dude bros, the ones that were tap out and all that and affliction oh, and all that crap. Oh, yeah. You know, they're they're the dude bros. The dude bro ghost hunters, man. <laughs> bra. Yeah, bra. Ghost bra. Ghost bra. And and they annoy me because I'm looking at them and I'm like, I just want to throat punch you. And so they went to Waverly Hills. They got the ever living daylight scared out of them because they got more than they could handle, and it just warmed the cockles of my little black heart. Mm. It made me so happy, so very, very happy. Because my dad watches these shows. I don't know why. I really, really don't. But it amuses me to no end because I mean, my dad watches these shows. I'm like, why are you watching the Ghost Bros? And he's like, I can't stand. I'm like, why are you watching them? Change the channel because it's there. And because it's mm-hmm. there, and I'm like damn dad you've got the clicker in your hand so they went to waverly hills and they found more than they could handle and they got scared and and they left i was like (laughs) Hmm. so you know mine is an evil laugh and waverly was it was a tuberculosis uh, it was a tuberculosis sanatorium um it operated as a tb hospital Mm -hmm. from 1910 to 1961 really yes and it closed in 1961 when they developed the antibiotic streptomycin, which really reduced the need okay. for a TB hospital because it was able to, to treat uh, tuberculosis. So, you know, when you have that, you really don't need so much of a, of a hospital devoted to treating TB because you can treat it in the regular hospital. It's not quite as contagious. So now that we've had our medical history lesson. Right. <laughs> that and it caused the autism. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we are not going down that road. The only thing that causes Don't. the only thing that causes actively causes uh, autism is 4chan. Thank you. It's <laughs> not vaccines. It, 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 it's, 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 <laughs> it's 4chan. It's, it's the autism waves. It's radiation. It comes it out really of your screen. Is. Oh my god! And makes you and la- makes you laugh at those screen text stories. <laughs> yeah, 4chan is bad for you. You heard it here. I, always, I think Facebook causes it too. Right. All the stairs, that all the angry stairs. Is, angry stairs. <laughs> this angry this stairs. is not television, Kate. This is radio. The stairs, they can't see them. Yeah. Yes, but you There's can. a lot of comedy gold being lost right there with those stairs. <laughs> yes, but you can see them, and that's I can all feel that matters. The heat across the table. Uh huh. Yes. So, uh, Waverly Hills operated for a very long time, actually. Um, they eventually built a children's ward, and they treated many people. Who eventually died from TB because it was very contagious, and for a long time it was untreatable. So you know they tried their best, but it, it was a really long, hard road to hoe. And a lot of times, if you got TB, you would die. Right. So right. you know, um, they had the death shoot where they would 
wheel people who had died um, basically in an underground tunnel underneath mm-hmm. the hospital mm-hmm. to the morgue so that they wouldn't upset other right. patients who who were still fighting TB because they didn't want them to lose hope and, and give up. Right. So the death as they, shoot, as they toss you out like trash. Right. So it's, they, not, it's not the playground slide you want to ride. Now that, no. that's my next question is if I do because Waverly Hills is open to the public, right? It is open to the public for a fee. You, it's for a, a fee, you can go take the tour. You can is, is, actually you can spend a hundred dollars and spend the night there. I am not volunteering as tribute people. It's not happening. Not any time today. Not in a house. Not with a mouse. Not in a box. No, I do not like green eggs and ham. But people, my, it's my, not happening. My greater question is: for that hundred bucks, now riding the death chute is part of that hundred bucks, right? <laughs> you well, you don't ride the death chute, but you can it walk through you. it. Right. Oh my God, stop! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you can. You can wander the grounds. You can wander the hospital. You can walk through the death chute. You can do whatever the hell you want to, pretty much. Wheelchair jousting. Oh God. That's a horrible thought. But yeah, you could do that. I mean, I would bring a respirator mask because all the asbestos ever. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, there's reports of ghostly sounds and ghostly activities in the death shoot. And of course, everybody and their brother has pictures of all the orbs that they got, which are just dust Dust mites people. And, you know, in room 502, um, supposedly there was a nurse named Mary who got pregnant. By one of the doctors that worked there. And when he wouldn't marry her, uh, she hanged herself in room 502. So um, supposedly you can hear the sound of a, of a chair uh, scraping the floor as hmm. it is kicked out from as she kicks it out from underneath herself as she hangs herself night after night after night. Isn't it interesting how so many of these ghost stories have kind of that moralizing element? I know. Yeah. Well, there's something about Mary. Shut up. <sighs> That's good. That's a good pull, though. It's a good pull. Uh, but you know, and sometimes you can hear her talking and things like that, and I'm like, well, that's pretty horrible. And then uh, there's also supposed to be a little boy that haunts the place because he died there. Um, Inside Mary? No, <laughs> no. Uh, he died of tuberculosis. Right. Um, uh, it's said that they've heard child's laughter and that he just wants to play. And mm. they've um, come and play. Oh God! And uh, follow me down into the basement. We can play marbles <laughs> with your eyes. Oh God! And that um, he's—they've uh, caught video where um, they've had a person roll a ball across. And it's—I oh, think I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Then the floor is level. There's mm-hmm. been no wind. And they can't explain why this would happen where they've rolled a ball across the floor and the ball rolls back to them. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, but this child just wants to play with somebody. He's mm-hmm. been hanging around for God knows how long mm-hmm. with nobody to play with. And that's just sad. Right. So, you know. So when you I mean, go in there and we get a puppy, we kill the puppy. Oh, God, no. No, Wes, we're not killing puppies. <laughs> well, we make ghost puppies. <laughs> well, you, you've got then, they're, then they're adorable. It's got to very, be a very traumatic death, though. And uh, I don't think I really want to inflict that upon a living creature. Right. No. So. And I'm still Other not volunteering few, to go to Waverly Hills as tribute. Of. I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, just don't want Just not doing it. Oh. <laughs> You don't want tetanus, and you don't want to breathe now, in I've, all the asbestos. Here, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures. It looks you like know they, what? Just, they just left it. You know, they you did. know, yeah. you know who's bulletproof that we could send there? We could send Marcus. I bet you he'd stay the night. Probably. 
Because Marcus don't care. No, Marcus <laughs> smokes enough that the asbestos there ain't going to bother him. <laughs> Marcus has already lived through cancer. Listen, let's not let's not get down on Marcus. I have a lot of store credit. I don't want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, and besides, and, we like Marcus. We yeah, really we do. Well, we like Marcus, but at the same time. Marcus is probably one of the toughest SOBs that I yeah. know. Yeah. Oh God, he really and he could is. Probably, I mean, man, man is hard as nails and could probably just, just because you dared him to stay in Waverly, you wouldn't even have to pay him just to, to prove the dare. He'll just walk Marcus. in and be like, "Fuck all y'all, I'm here. What yeah. are you gonna do now, huh?" Bring it, bitches. I think would be Marcus right oh, there. He'd love Waverly. Everywhere's an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> so there's our. Right. Our friend comment for the week I got in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, Holly, that one is for you. Right. <laughs> and we're doubling up now. Be careful. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that's pretty much um, um, because other than maybe Bobby Mackey's Music World over mm. in Wilder, Kentucky, and that's over in Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, which is a whole different world. Oh, God, they are a completely different breed over in Eastern Kentucky. See, I, I thought they were a completely different inbreed over in uh, Kentucky. Oh, God, stop, 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 stop. Well, because, because when, when we're people... full of, I mean, over here in Western Kentucky, we may be full of fuck you, I do what I want. You think we're like that? They're really like they don't that. Even, they don't even declare it before they do. No, it. no. they just look at you. They and say, fuck you, can... you, I did what I want. <laughs> well, it's for, for, for Eastern Kentucky is is... It's where the hillbillies are. Let's be fa- let's face it. It's it's when it people really when is people hills think and hollers of, over there. I've been I've been to Shotgun Holler. I've been it actually said on the state road signs Shotgun Hollow. Uh-huh. Uh in Bath and County, Kentucky. And but, it's not hollow, it's holler. Holler. And the uh but when people think of Kentucky and they think of that, that's what they're thinking of. Yes. Well, this is Western Kentucky. We're all surly, boring rednecks. Yes. All the colorful Hillbillies are over in East Kentucky. That's I, right. I blame West Virginia. Yes. Thank you. Blame Missouri on us. Blame <laughs> West Virginia on over there. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because that really does sum it up. I mean, we're rednecks, but we ain't hillbillies. So, you know, over in Wilder, Kentucky is Bobby Mackey's Music World. Mm-hmm. Now, the story over there is that it's the, it's the, um, something about the, um, doorway to hell, and I'm going. I don't uh, really like believe a portal, that. Like portal a portal to hell, or something like that. A now, hell mouth. I don't know. Underneath the place, I'm mm-hmm. going. Okay. Possibly it may be where Pearl Bryan's head was buried. They never could find her head. Okay. Okay. Well, Bry- number one, who's Pearl Bryan? Why okay. does she have her head? <laughs> right. Or not Bryan, have her head? Right. She lost her head. Right. Pearl Bryan was a lady who was murdered in 1896 by her boyfriend, mm-hmm. one Scott Jackson, and his accomplice Alonzo Wilder, and they murdered her after a botched abortion that they attempted by the use of dental instruments. Now. That in wait, 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 wait. D- dental, dental instruments. No, wait, no, wait. These are 1890s dental instruments, so they could right. be like, like a, one of those big corkscrew drills. I don't know what the hell they used, but I don't really want to find out either right. because right. that's horrifying in just, and of itself. See, now, it's you, you just a claw just hammer. Even, even worse because we went from, you know, homemade abortion here yeah. with Dude. dental instruments. Yeah. And then you made it, you know, 1800s where, the, you know, 18, it's yeah. not the dental instruments we have today. It's a hammer. It's just a straight up hammer. It's a chisel. It's maybe it's a, a stainless hammer. steel hammer. Oh yeah. There, there are little fine hooks for cleaning off the 
off your teeth or probably it's Maxwell's like, silver hammer. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> it just so, got really gruesome. It's, so she may have just wanted to die afterwards. Right, so right. what probably happened is that she probably started hemorrhaging. They realized that you know she was gonna die anyway. And they decided, well, why not just fi- why not just finish the job? And instead of putting her out of her misery the humane way, they decapitated her. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, separate the head from the body. There's no more pain being felt. Like, maybe they thought that was you humane. Can't, yeah, you can't because that shooting her would be less humane. Maybe they knew how good their aim was. They're stormtroopers now. Yes. Okay, they roll that ones all the time. Right. Oh, and now we're just really out nerding ourselves. Okay. But um, well, she already obviously doesn't have plot armor, right? Yeah. So, um, but they uh, they decapitated her. Her headless body was found. They never found her head, mm. mind you. Uh, trial was held. They were convicted. Lynch mobs kept trying to get at them. They oh, were mob, yeah, lynch mobs were a thing back. In they the day. were a thing. Well, the last. Um, Public lynching took place in Owensboro, right. actually. Fun little fact yeah. there. And, and, and of course, lynch, lynch mobs are, are classically associated with, the, you know, with racism, the KKK. Yes. But no, they used to for anything, any, if you, any, any color, if uh, you were, mm-hmm. if you were in the county jail and they wanted you, they came for you. Now, these were white folks. That's exactly that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah well, she was a lady. These were just well-satisfied customers no, that no. were, you know, sorry that she was gone. Actually, she was from a wealthy family. I didn't think they got their money. <laughs> you can't prove me wrong yet, so. Well, actually, well, okay. Now you're kind of being an asshat. Okay. So, <laughs> she was she was actually from a a wealthy, um, well known family. They were considered uh, they were considered movers and shakers in in the town. So, uh, just stop. <laughs> I can see that face you're making, <laughs> but um, they uh, they were considered they were considered society folks. So they was people. They was people. So you could find them at the Derby. Yes, they were those kind of folks, and uh, so this was a big scandal. So they found her her body, but they never did find her head. So. There were lynch moms for the boyfriend who may or may not have been married. Right. And uh, the accomplice. They did actually execute them by hanging. But uh, supposedly she haunts the building of Bobby Mackey's Music World. And there's supposedly other things that go along with that. But, you know, in ghost hunter circles, there may be, you know, little to back up the claims of other things haunting the building but possibly her head ended up somewhere underneath the building but they've never been able to find it so so but that is that pretty well sums up everything that i found i mean there are plenty of other ghost stories around kentucky and there are more than more than a plethora left Oh, but, yes. You know, we only have so much time that we're willing to devote to a podcast and that you're willing to sit still and listen to us. <laughs> uh, because Lord knows you can always send us yours. I mean, oh, yeah. We'd be yeah. happy to. Yeah, how, do, how do you contact us, Kate? You can contact us at facebook.com slash Kentucky Kernels of Truth and spell out Kentucky, please. And uh, Kentucky, as in K-E-N-T-U-C-K-Y, kernelsoftruth at gmail.com. 
So that, that's how you get a hold of us. Is that colonels is in like the rank or colonels like in corn? Like uh, Kentucky colonels, like C O L O N E L S. So bef- just making sure. Yes, there will there will some people be some people that don't know that. I know, but yes, like um, Colonel Sanders, which we will never do a show on. No, I've already made that statement. We will never do a KFC uh, episode. No, 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 unless we get a sponsorship. Yes, that delicious, delicious sponsorship. Yes, because this is all really. This is all just a big scam. To get a free Casper mattress. Because <laughs> we really don't need one, but Wes, you might. Yeah, well, we could really use some KFC. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you get a hold of us. Go to Facebook dot com, Kentucky K E N T U C K Y Colonel C O L N O. C-O-L-O. C-O-L-O-N-E-L-S. Oh, my God. I can't even spell. <laughs> of truth. And... Uh, that was a nice segue, by the way, to get this part. And, yeah, thank you for ruining it by pointing it out. Yeah. <laughs> I love to ruin things. All right. For how many years now? How many years? 18. Ruin 18 years? Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. She's doing, per, you know, she's Catholic. She's doing her penance right. now. Right, right. She's getting 18 years. Purgatory here on Earth. Yeah, That's yeah. right. 18 years right. Yes. has been it's taken purgatory. care of. Far, you are far, far out of God's light with him. Apparently. <laughs> out in the, cast out in the outer darkness. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her own personal demon. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I I thank everyone for uh, taking time to listen with us. And fuck you. I'd, I'd do, do what, what I want. want.